Go ahead, can you tell me then? Oh my god. That's a yes. That's well, the face of a big yes. So, if you remember, which you will, to an episode of the Babelman podcast called The Inner Gib. Of course. It was a highlight of my life, seeing a man who looked like Barry Gibb. Who so encaptured the inner Gibb. The inner Gibb. Well, I have a considerable amount of updates on Barry Gibb. Not the Barry Gibb. What? The man who channeled the inner Gibb. Not only do I know who he is... What? Not only do I know what he does... I also have a preposterous story that I found about him on nowhere other than Reddit. What? So, hang on. So, sorry, it's, I've got a squeaky chair. So, have you have you trawled Reddit and somehow come across? No, this? no. I'll explain. Ex- explain the process. Right. What happened was, I was really intrigued by this guy because I didn't know. Obviously, I didn't know who he was. I thought he was just some kind of amazing person and then it was fairly recently I was hanging out with some pals at, who who are from Brighton and I explained this man to them this man who looks like Barry Gibb and they said to me oh you mean Mr. Lion oh. and I was like okay what the fuck are you talking about so he refers to himself as Mr. Lion. Okay. Because his hair is akin to a lion's mane. A luscious mane. Right? <laughs> Not only that, he has been in the local news recently. Um, because he has... I found out that... Essentially, right, I don't know why I'm being so cryptic. Is a dude who owns loads of pubs in Brighton. Well, he is. He is a dude who owns loads of pubs. He's the lion. Stringfellow. So it's funny you say that because I've read other things about him where he was essentially Brighton's version of Peter Stringfellow. Yes. Right? So, (laughs) (laughs) So he owns this string of pubs. Now, for the past, I mean, ages, months and months, every time I've gone into Brighton, I have seen a really souped up Bentley right just parked up and people obviously like walking past and taking pictures of it because it's like got a ridiculous kind of gold red sort of metallic-y paint job or wrap job on it right okay and I've always thought what a fucking loser clearly it's just a dude who drives his car down leaves it there and then hopes that people will take pictures of of it or something yeah Well, the number plate on that car was Mr. Lion. So (laughs) MR space L10N. Amazing. And on the 22nd of April, the Argus, which is the local Brighton newspaper, wrote an article that said, no more Mr. Lion number plate for Brighton businessman. So the police decided that and I'm not going to say the guy's name. Yeah. Right? But let's call him Mr. Lion. Mr. Lion is a good name, right? I feel. So Mr. Lion, who founded a chain of pubs in Brighton, faces prosecution 
if he continues to use the £8,000 Mr. Lion personalised number plate on his chauffeur-driven Bentley. So for the, essentially, the police have finally caught up and said, you can't have this number plate it's because not it's not legal. His response was, people get plates adapted or altered all the time. You would think the police have got better things to do than chase around after my number plate. We've had nine murders in the city last year. My plate is just there to make people smile. Children and tourists ask me if they can be photographed with it. So he doesn't continue to make a link between the police chasing his number plate and the nine murders that have happened in the city. No, he, he prefers the Instagram ability of it. So you would think that's where the Mr. Lion story ends. Oh. But however, it goes a step further. Oh, yes. Now, I hold in my possession two things. One, which I'm going to show you. Now, I will post these on the Instagram when the episode goes live. Okay. So that people can see. Here is a picture of the Bentley with the number plate. Well, that's fantastic. Now... I am going to show you a picture of Mr. Lion. Oh my God, yes! So you will be able to see that he, you will be able to see his locks. Show me the gib. I want to witness what the inner gib is. <laughs> well, you can't tell by the way I use my walk. I'm a woman's man. No time to talk. Holy shit, he is. Doesn't he look exactly like Barry Gibb? If he was smiling. Holy crap. Here he is at a nice... Uh, dinner event look at that under tucked hair unbelievably good unbelievable and the piece de resistance is a picture of Mr. Lion in the 1970s in full Saturday night fever yes. get up hit me boom fuck no wonder they call him <laughs> Mr. Lion look at that glorious mane <laughs> Now, listeners, I know that's that that's a, a visual thing, so, but I will put them up on the on the Instagram so you can see them. However, what is very much not a visual element is the second part of the Barry Gibb, Inner Gibb, Mr. Lion saga. Go on. I found a story about him that someone had written on Reddit on a forum that was called Who is Mr. Lion? Oh, my God. Now... Because it is written on Reddit, it may or may not be true. This could have been embellished. However, it is, if it, I hope that it is true. Okay, here Are you ready? I'm ready. So, it starts with this. A mate told me a pretty funny story about him. Neither of, neither of us know how true this is, though. But here we go. So, one day, Mr. Lion is in some pub that he doesn't run. He decided to light up a cigar indoors. <laughs> Naturally, the security took exception to this. When they went to have a word with him, apparently he turned around and said to them, don't you know who I am? And said to the doorman, I'm happy to go outside, but only on the condition that we're going to, uh, we're going to have a fight. 
So the story goes, the mm -hmm. doorman was up for it, but the other doorman calmed the situation down to the point where they all agreed that the best way to resolve this issue would be to have a Sopranos-style sit-down over high tea on the top floor of the Grand Hotel in Brighton. <laughs> the following day, both of the guys turned up and had a name dropped... Or what they did is they essentially name-dropped a bunch of local hard men that they each knew to try and intimidate the other. What? And apparently, for whatever reason, the doorman was supposedly wearing a wire. What? So, Mr. Lion, if this is true, is a straight-up gangster. This is unbelievable turn of events. So, the inner gib has gone from just a random guy who I endorsed as looking and feeling amazing. Gibbish. Gibbish. <laughs> to being a fully-fledged person who I now know who he is. I know his real name, which, again, I won't reveal on the podcast. For fear of possible hard man name. I mean, I don't want to have to go to the Bryan Hotel and go on the top floor and have a Soprano-style... I'm pretty sure at no point in the Sopranos did they go and have high tea. But <laughs> the next part of my mission... I'm going to try and get an interview with Mr. Lyon. Oh, my God. Obviously, I'm not going to let him into the inner secret of how this came about. But my Do mission... Do not fear he may find... It. If he does, I don't really care. Because I'm not mocking him. We're not mocking him at all. Good. <laughs> my voice went really high. At all. Oh, not really. Really. at all. Absolutely. Oh, um, <laughs> but that is my mission, is... At some point on the podcast, I am going to get a pod. I'm going to get an interview with the inner Gib. Don't wear a wire. <laughs> I can't promise anything. <laughs> Alas, a breeze fell upon episode eight. tried to think of something but every episode I always come out with something really shit when we <laughs> introduce it like I've said episode cease and I said you know what I mean I just I fuck it boys every week so yeah this is episode 8 Yay. we're really excited to be back welcome hello hi everyone massaging your ears yeah um Speaking of the massage of the ears, I do have to immediately start with a shout out to a listener. Um, so Ben from London got in contact okay. and said that he he put, when is the next pod coming out? Um, because I really need a bath. What? So Ben apparently only exclusively listens to the podcast <laughs> when he's having a bath. So okay. I love the the thought of him because this show comes out every two weeks <laughs> even though I keep saying next week or last week it comes out every two weeks I love the idea of Ben not having a bath for two weeks but well, uh, hopefully showers in between yeah but they'll be really really well, sink unsatisfied <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> prosy wash and then he has an hour long soak exclusively yeah. said well this is well hello to bath time Ben bath time Ben he is now called Bath Time Ben. Yes, and, and we hope to uh, 
uh, accompany you on many more bath. No, I don't want to say that. We want to feel like we're in the bath with him, sharing the murky waters. Sharing the murky <laughs> waters of a de- hard day's labour. Oh, sometimes though, a good bath is what you need. <sighs> I have a question which may or may not make it onto the podcast, but I've just thought of it. I'll be the judge of that. I've never understood why a man would masturbate in the shower because it's quite a common thing that you sort of okay I mean I you know why what because well presumably if you're in the shower you don't have a visual stimulant Mm. I mean you have your imagination sure yeah also you have to stand up right and I mean I don't know about you but if I can lie down and do that I would rather lie down and do it than stand up fair enough point of comfort also it's steamy and hot (laughs) so you're kind of entering yourself into a shit porn horn moment there'd be a trumpet playing yeah and then what you just jizzing all over the shower there's someone else who presumably doesn't do that potentially is going to like I don't want to if we share the house I wouldn't want to have a shower after you've just bust your load all over the shower <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> like that's not something that I want to have to worry about when I'm oh, trying to clean myself what soap is he using yeah what's this in my toes <laughs> uh, you'd at least rinse the basin you'd hope you'd hope so I mean I can take by that that you aren't a fan of standing up having a stand up wank in the shower stand uh, up wank makes it sound wank. like it's really uh, not, pop not that you know, I'm an upstanding a, citizen wank not that I'm a frenetic 15 year old and have my hand in my pants oh no neither do I but, neither do I uh, I suppose if I was to uh, no probably not I, I don't know you could barely muster up the fucking strength mate I mean yeah I can't really be bothered <laughs> That's a scathing indictment of getting older, is it? It really is. When I was a teenager, I literally would would postpone other part, more important parts of my life. <laughs> now I can't to focus on it. I just find it a bit weird. Not weird. That's the wrong way. But it's just a, as soon as it's over, you just like put everything away tidy up yeah he's just like he's <laughs> like yeah <clears throat> she's like covering the tire, it sweeping it under the carpet literally sometimes <laughs> if you've got a really long shot <laughs> how on earth would you sweep it I have to hope it got covered in some sort of dust imagine that dust. don't imagine that no I don't imagine that oh but where are we headed with this well I think I think knowing us we could go way darker I fear but I don't you know the pod's not the place to, to do that no there is no place for that so Ben um, just make sure you clean up after the <laughs> um, get, keep a flannel on hand just in case oh, flannel don't <laughs> keep a flannel use tissue and get rid of it you dirty bugger <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to sing it this week. 
Oh, why? Because I feel a little bit groggy. Okay, well, that's fair. So, just hate list. <laughs> okay, great. That's fine. Well, I'll accept that. Um, I've got one. Okay. I've, I feel like I've made a tri- triumphant return since okay. my hate list went down the pan. I'm excited. So, it's a big one for me. Okay. Uh, and something that I've since reacted to. Oh. Uh, so, Facebook. Sure. There is a update from someone, a acquaintance, a friend, someone who is on the book. Yeah. Had a fucking terrible day. The end. Okay. Who appears first? The Facebook first response team. You okay, hun? <laughs> send me, face, wait, wait. Send me a DM, babe. <laughs> oh my gods. All my love, hugs, heart emojis. <laughs> Fuck off. The you are Facebook not needed. First response team. <laughs> no, uh, you must have seen it. There's a meme. Yeah, there's, of a, there's a popular meme, and it is exactly that. But it's true. Mm. It exists, and I can't stand them. They're just nosy bastards. The ones that are putting up the thing in the first place are attention seeking knobheads. Yeah. And then the ones that re- really are seconds. Oh my god, babe. Which ones? Do you, which one? It, I, do I you think hate that more? the response team are worse because they validate the first one. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. They do exactly what they want them to do. They are feeders, feeders of attention. Because, uh, well, I don't know. This is a, a question, I suppose, more than a statement. Is it because? Because, yeah, is it because if it, you were really having that bad a day, you probably wouldn't log on to Facebook to tell people. Exactly. You would just be having a bad day. You'd be having a bad day to yourself, dealing with a bad day. You wouldn't be going, well, this day is so bad that I need to update all of my acquaintances and people from school I no longer speak to in the street. <laughs> Why would you do that? I don't know. I, Because I, I, you're absolutely right. No, for me, bullshit. All of it. On the list. I agree, but I, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I also think that we could spend every hate list for every show that we ever record in the future and it would all it could all be made up of things that irritate me about Facebook well I cannot join you anymore because I am Facebook free how do you feel uh enlivened invigorated pissed off I didn't do it earlier yeah I mean there's certain things that are handy on there sure but they all make you a worse person so. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, I feel, I feel you because I, yeah, Facebook is a minefield. Um, it's the Skynet of our times. Yeah, uh, my thing is obviously I keep mine because a. Well, as I'm saying this, am I just justifying it in my head? I think a lot of it is because I like to stay in contact with um, stud- uh, ex-students who, or not stay in contact with them, but see what they're doing. Yeah. and see how you know if, if they've success, become ses- successful actors or are working in the industry and things like that it's nice to be able like I've, I've been to see ex-students who have made theatre and I've gone to watch it so because you, they, so you see them be good and you're yeah, like yeah things like that balloon arch yeah yeah it's kind of uh, <laughs> I want to do it vindication <laughs> 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 but there is an element of that to it but 
yeah I mean the the because I think the people who respond clearly have so little going on in their own lives that they're willing to take the bait yeah it's the uh, it's the soap opera watchers that they want that little bit of drama not their own someone else's yeah drama you can put down yeah drama that's not actually drama 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 that doesn't affect you exactly yeah I mean LMD not my drama (laughs) get on a t-shirt hashtag Hashtag, LMD that seems like you're endorsing it I am now also I thought speaking of hashtags what if bear with me right go on what if you (laughs) said something on say Twitter you were like I don't know um, I really hate it when you think you've got enough change to buy something but it turns out that you don't Mm. right now A I would I would be annoyed that you posted something so fucking mundane but let's say you did (laughs) and let's say that I was part of the the social media response team (laughs) and what happens if in order to I don't know um, add an element of joviality to the response put hashtag me too it's been fucking ruined I can't you can't use it in any other context now no it's been claimed by because then people would think and obviously look I'm not making a comment or commentary (laughs) on the hashtag me too movement at all this is not the platform for it definitely but people would think that you're doing it to take the piss yeah they would because obviously it, it's such a, a mundane thing in comparison as well of course it is so you go, oh yeah me too so I just you know look if you're going to start a cultural movement just think think about the implications of your behaviour <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole point isn't it <laughs> Those are really short shots. <laughs> God damn it. So, <laughs> listeners, Lee's wearing a pair of, of shorts that are too short for him. And off pod, he made a comment about them. And I said, oh, I'm going to say that. I'm going to mention it. And he's like, no, don't say anything. But Thanks, I just, mate. Yeah. I just did. I'm glad the dogs come out and ruin it. <laughs> These shorts are perfectly respectable. There is too much thigh on show. There's barely any. No, there is too much thigh. That would be too much. I'm indicating near the speedo line. But that's not what it is. There's maybe two inches of of knee to to thigh showing. I've always thought a pair of speedos, wearing a pair of speedos, would be quite liberating. No one wants to see that. What, me specifically? I mean, that's true, but... Any man that close, unless you specifically go to a place to see men's bits. Men's bits! So, my first entry to the hate list this week... Yes, is your... Culturally irrelevant bindies as an accessory. What the fuck is a bindi? Bindi's like a, a, a gem, or a, or a kind of little trinket 
that you that you can stick on your forehead in the center of your forehead right okay right yep. now i'm not and i want to make it very clear i am not disregarding anyone who wears a bindi for for either religious or cultural reasons you mean anyone else <laughs> past present or future that has worn a bindi right i used to work with uh, someone who was who was uh, also a drama teacher and she used to come in wearing a bindi and it's like you're a 45 year old woman why are you sticking a bit of shit in the middle of your head i don't understand why that's a thing <laughs> it's, it's it's like the um like the festival like you, you see all sorts of gems and stuff all over girls' well, faces. Well, it's glitter. They just cover themselves in glitter. Well, they could do that. Oh, I hate glitter. I know you. That's do. on my list. I know. Glitter. Have we spoken about it before? Slam dunks itself onto the list with great velocity. Yeah, you really hate glitter. Oh don't man, you? fucking hate it. It gets everywhere. Weeks after the initial glitter. Yeah, you know, you've figured, contact. figured out your arsehole. Like your bits of glitter. <laughs> yeah, why is it in between my toes? Yeah. Why am I finding a pink bit on my cheek? When I wake up, where the fuck has that come from? Yeah. Why? I hate glitter. It, when it gets in your food. Well, I'm sure we've spoken about glitter gravy. Have we not spoken about that on the pod? Glitter gravy. I don't know if we have. I was probably offended by that. But yeah, I yeah, don't know if we have. Mean. Why? Yeah, they, they brought out glitter gravy. So it obviously, <laughs> I mean, I, I was just about to explain what it is. I'm pretty sure that you can figure it out oh, from the yeah, name. Yeah, but like that. glitter beer, I did once. Um, I went to a. Um, like a burlesque type show mm. and I did allow someone to put glitter in my beard because for some reason I'd sort of kind of forgotten what glitter was and what glitter did months I was fishing out of my beard for months it was a exactly. fucking so nightmare the, yeah glitter can go on mine great we, we just shared kind of shared one together we did although you seem like you you do hate glitter because oh, I can right. remember once asking you what would you do if I got you for your birthday one of those things where you open a box and shit loads of glitter like explodes oh, in your face I'd be so offended <laughs> be like, for fuck's sake because it wouldn't even be like one of those things that would annoy you but would be funny it would just it annoy would, you it would yeah. just I'd just be stood there like someone someone going to die today yeah <laughs> well I'd, I'm, I'm not going to do that so do you read it it's your birthday soon isn't it it's coming up wow and then I'll be old. a few weeks after that I'm turning big 3-0 boy big 3-0 that's I mean that's it I have nothing else to add to it I think people who say 3-0 would be on my list (laughs) really oh no why I'm only playing now no don't back out now just because you feel sorry for me okay why would the big 3-0 be on there? The big 3-0. Also, have we just forgotten what the format of this is? No, I think it is. We are just lobbing, launching hate lists this chatting, week. Just chatting. They just say, it's not a big deal. Not a big deal. What? Exactly. Or am I telling myself that because I am beyond said 3 Of course you are. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to upset you. It's okay. You're in 3-0 denial. 3 Denial sounds like a really shit rapper. <laughs> you can guarantee you'd always be off beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My second entry this week um, is fairly simple. It's James Corden. Oh, okay. 
Wow. Now you know that my hatred for James Corden <laughs> runs deep. <laughs> well, I'll tell you why. The reason why is because I could definitely do everything that he does. I am funnier. I'm wittier. I am better looking. I'm not as fat. I don't get why anyone likes James Corden. I don't get it. I recently watched a video he, He's of a very him. popular guy. I, mean, I know, that's now. why I hate him. <laughs> because he's not funny at all. When you watch clips of him driving in a car with a celebrity and singing along to their songs. He was in a car with Paul McCartney oh, and yeah. Paul McCartney invited him up on stage so he could sing Hey Jude or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. What has James Corden done to deserve that? Now I'm not saying I really give a shit about Paul McCartney even, but what what the fuck? <laughs> I don't get it. When you see him interviewing people, he's just this insipid, fat fucking... Oh, oh just making shit jokes and licking their fucking arseholes. And yet everyone... Yeah. That laugh. Oh, fuck off. Gavin and Stacey can fuck off as well. <laughs> Everything that he's ever done, he can... I ha the whole thing with when Smithy was with the England squad. Hey, Rooney, Beckham, bleh, 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 bleh. fuck off, fuck off, James <laughs> Corden, and he's worth a fortune. He gets to ride around it. Stevie Wonder, unbelievable. What has he done? Who has he fucked to get where he is? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, and. I mean, look, the real reason why is because people in the past have compared me to him. And it annoys me because he is considerably fatter than I am. <laughs> considerably fatter. And I'm sick and tired. That's on my list. I'm s I get sick and tired of being compared to fat, bearded men. Oh. Especially if I'm not as fat as they are. <laughs> you know, look, I'm not a svelte character. But I wouldn't say that anyone would look at me and go, you're a fat guy. No. I Do you know what I mean? I'm a, uh, you yeah, know, yeah, I'm a bit chubby, I've got a little bit of ex excess. You're, but you're a, you're a well-set man. But it's like, oh, yeah, you look like Seth Rogen. No, I don't. He just also has a beard, wears glasses, and isn't muscly. <laughs> right. I'm so, uh, Well, it, it's on the list then, isn't uh, it? All of those things listed. What is James Corden doing? <laughs> Why are people buying into his lies? I feel like there's been some kind of... Darren Brown has got on the TV and mass <laughs> fucking hypnotised people to like Moving James Corden. Into the, the Corden. And then when you tell people you don't like James Corden, they defend him. So like, you don't know James Corden. And they're like, oh yeah, but... The, and then they quote from things like something like Gavin and Stacey. No! If I don't find him funny doing it, why would I find you replicating something that I have already not found funny, funnier just because you're saying, no, it is funny, and then repeating it? <laughs> People who like James Corden, I hate more than James Corden. <laughs> They're also on the list. Fuck them. <laughs> it's okay, dude. It's okay. <laughs> Okay, I've got a hit. Okay.
one little one. Well, I suppose I don't know. It depends how little it is. But to me, it, it bothers me. Okay. Well, then it's important to me. Inanimate objects animating. Okay. So you open a cupboard and you remove one item. Yeah. And everything else decides to just throw itself at you. Okay. Or you close a door and it opens back up in, and you don't realise it and you end up, you know, you bent down you bump your head on it or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Things like that drive me nuts. Okay, does that happen quite often? Uh, for some reason. I don't know why. It's a plague within my life. Just... I can't stand it. It's just, it's annoying. Like, simple things, like you stand a brush up and the brush just keeps falling forward no matter what you do. And you're just like, fucking stand there! And you get annoyed with it, like, gah! Yeah. You start strangling a broom. It's funny, actually, because whilst you were... I was thinking, have I, have I ever experienced that? The only thing I can think of is that um, I have an inability to be able to use a doorstop. Okay. So every time I put a doorstop in a door, the door moves. <laughs> like no matter if I'm at work, if I'm at home, doesn't matter. Right. So that is for me the doors. All the doors in my life are inanimate objects coming to life, mugging you off. Especially at work. Like today, at least four times, <laughs> I had to go and redo the door. <laughs> I don't know why I can't do it. Because it <laughs> must be an example. Though. It must be me. Your your door stopping technique needs work. I ju- There's obviously a knack to it that I haven't quite worked <laughs> out yet. Or just shit door stops everywhere. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps. But I even bought... Where's the good old wooden wedge that you used to get in junior school? Well, so... Besides being a health hazard. I don't know how interesting this will be to anyone listening, but I have been on a mission to try and find a sufficient doorstop <laughs> I've probably purchased three or four different doorstops to try and find the one that I want what I really want is a big you know you get the sandbag yeah essentially <laughs> at the moment I'm using two large MasterChef cookbooks to prop open the kitchen door <laughs> because nothing else seems to work right. I've tried so many different combinations at one point there was about ten different fucking things all positioned at different <laughs> points in the door shit. yeah because it's a fire door Right. Or it's got those kind of like the um, chains inside yeah. the pullet. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a nightmare. Does it does it open onto a wall or something? Could you not affix it to something while it's open with a hook? Well, the the microwaves behind it. Yeah. Now there was a hook, but the power of the door the, removed the, the power. The power of the door removed <laughs> the hook. The bracket, doors the plaster. plaster. <laughs> Fucking hell! Yeah, it's been working out. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's you a hedge bench press in the fridge. It's you know, <laughs> and it's one of those things that you never think you're going to have to worry about. Never in my life, when I was growing up, did I think one day you're going to have to go out and not only buy a doorstop, you're going to have to shop around to find the doorstop the that one. is sufficient for you. The one I didn't think that I would ever have taste <laughs> in doorstops. That is what my life has become. I know what a good doorstop is now. My God. When I was 17 at a party trying to... You didn't suddenly stop sipping your drink and go... <gasps> I wonder if I'm going to have a taste of doorstop. 
I wonder if I'm ever gonna get to the stage where I find it frustrating that you can't find a fucking A4 frame on the face of the planet. <laughs> what do these measurements mean? Yeah. I, I wonder, I wonder if in the future I will think, I like having a bed, but I wish it was more efficient. I'm going to get a bed that lifts up on a sprung hinge, and then I'm going to place everything in boxes so it's all neat, so I know exactly where everything is at all times. I'm going to buy a cork board so I can pin receipts to it. I'm going to have an entire tin in my kitchen dedicated to receipts so I know, and I'm going to keep them for months, for months. Who keeps receipts for petrol? Just in case, you might have to return the petrol. Siphon it out. Honestly, I walk around the flat and I love my flat. I love living in Brighton. It's fantastic. But I kept walking around looking at things thinking, when did I start giving a shit about this? Look, I've, I've got a massive pile of stuff. Yeah. That's mine that I did have in storage that I've, I've no, no longer have the storage. Right. So it's all come back to my house. And I've got half of it. And it is literally a mound of shit. It's like Mount Crapperist. Great. Just piled on my sofa currently covered in a blanket because no one wants to look at it. <laughs> it's just, it's oh, I just, saw that when I came in. On the sofa. I hi we're hiding it away from public view because it's just an abomination. And there's another, there's literally the same again about to arrive, the last half. Mm. And I, I think I may turn into the little trash woman from Labyrinth. Great reference. And I'll just be bumbling around yeah. with this massive backpack of shit, like, ooh, because it's all stuff I've got to get rid of, but I'm, I'm, I'm a semi-hoarder. You are, I'm a just-in-caser. Yeah. yeah, you are. I like God, to you are. You so are. How have I... Yeah, I've never realised that about you. I, I like to you keep... You are a I, I like that, because I might... Yeah, I, and I do that all the time. It bugs the shit out of me, because six months later I look at it and I'm like, I didn't do nothing with that. Yeah. It's just sat there and done nothing. That's on the list. Yeah, keeping stuff that you don't bloody use. See, I'm not. I'm pretty good at that. And but I think what what we're talking about there is is one or two in the same thing. Having an opinion on things that you never thought you would have an opinion on, and keeping things that you shouldn't keep are two consequences of getting older that no one prepares you for. I did not think that I would only be. I would have specific taste in the type of kitchen roll that I buy. <laughs> I never thought I'd fucking buy kitchen roll. Yeah, I buy so much I of it. I buy so much kitchen roll. I use it for everything. Yeah. It's like a Swiss army roll. <laughs> it's, it can do all jobs. <laughs> the world will be won over with kitchen roll. I choked roll. on some air. A Swiss, Swiss army of tissue. <laughs> Swiss Army Tish. Many uses. You're so... Yeah, you're right. I've never had a Swiss Army. I've always wanted one. Get one. Yeah, see, that's one of those things that you can do as an adult. Yeah, you could buy knives. Well, I, mean, I don't want to buy knives. Well, no, we don't endorse just buying knives. No. But... but I could if I wanted to. Exactly. You could buy a gun. Buy could a tank. Over here? Yeah, hunting. Oh, I see. Okay, so here's a question. Because, as you know, I never put you on the spot with anything. Like just <coughs> no, never, ever. What's the one thing that... Or one decision that you can make, or one thing that you can do as an adult that you like the most? So, for example, if you you can eat ice cream whenever you want. I mean, I can't say oh, that's right, okay. intolerant, yeah. but... Um... 
I have really put you on the spot. I'm sorry. You have, but I think my and it, I, I don't know what sort of answer this is, but I like the fact that if I want to do something, I can do it. It's the freedom of being your own adult. If I want to pick up my family and put them in the car and go somewhere, we do that. And it's, yeah. it's that you haven't got to ask permission like you do when you're a kid. And, you know, that feeling of not needing supervision anymore. I'd say that. That's my favourite thing about being an adult. That and the fact that when everyone goes out, I can walk around start bollock naked. But surely you could do that as a kid. Yeah, but it's a bit weird. Your mum came in. I mean, it's probably weirder now, isn't it? Just a grown man, as soon as the family comes out of the house, he's cr- trotting around going, ooh, and <laughs> kecks come off straight away. What point of trotting? It's just sitting there with nothing on. It's, it's hot. It's summer. I, I know everyone keeps fucking talking about it. Well, it's the weather, isn't it? It's another thing that goes on the hate list. People talk about the weather. Oh, it's hot, isn't it? Is it? I haven't noticed. I'm oh, just sweating I, to death. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I'm, I'm literally covered in my own body fluids. I didn't realise it was hot. <laughs> I didn't realise it was hot. I didn't realise I couldn't see anything. I didn't realise that... You know, oh. Phenile. It's bloody hot though, isn't it? It's fucking boiling, mate. <laughs> I can't stand it. I, can't, I love the hot weather. Oh, I hate it. That's oh, on no, my, Hot weather it. is on my list. Is it? Yeah. You don't like hot weather? No, you just get so clammy and, like, mank. And the thing is about hot weather is that you are beholden to how hot it is unless you have air conditioning, fans, a swimming pool, etc. Yeah. You have to take measures to, to, to cool down. When you're cold, you have to take measures, but not so dramatic. You just put on more layers or get a blanket. Maybe put on a fire. It is you definitely... You can control your temperature. Getting into a cold... A summer bed, a sweaty, like, you wash it as many times as you want, it still feels clammy when you get in because it's so hot, and instantly you're insulating yourself more, so you're one leg in, one leg out, doing the dance, the, the bedtime dance, trying to find the comfy temperature. Oh yeah, I, t- I feel And all that know. shit. And then you get wrapped up in it and you wake up in a pool of sweat, like you've just done, like... A marathon. Well, a good swim. Oh, Sometimes. I see, even wetter. Paddling. 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 Yeah, I mean, Squelching. it's certainly easier to, if you're, I prefer a, a bedroom to be ice cold. Yes. And because then you can just layer up. You just um, get in and you, you do the comfy wiggle. The comfy wiggle and you warm yourself up and you get like, nice and comfy. Yeah. You get that instant, like, this is fucking freezing when you first get in. And yeah. then within like five seconds, like, I am the comfiest man Thing. in all the land. I, I am I'm one the queen the of bed. comfy town. <laughs> I am part of this bed now. But I remember once someone saying to me, you know you get those kind of quick fire questions. Yeah. Would you be are you a dog or a cat or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Someone said to me, Would you rather be too hot or too cold? And I replied by saying, well, I'd rather not be too anything. So like, what do you mean? I was like, Well being too hot or too cold are equally as bad as one another because the two would indicate that it is surpassing a level of warmth or coldness that you can handle feel yeah, comfortable yeah, yeah. with so it's a stupid fucking question <laughs> well, that shut him down didn't it yeah I think we're about ten <laughs> <laughs> the harshness started early <laughs> and that's why I voted for Brexit <laughs> oh.
So, um, we've had two two listeners got in touch um, in between pods and gave us some uh, hate list entries. Ooh. Um, and it's probably a good time if you are listening and think I have something I would like to say to them there are many ways in which you can get in contact with us there is so you can go on Instagram or Twitter and or Twitter and follow look at stuff like stuff do do, us, stuff. do some stuff at babblement pod yeah um, if you would like to do it have an old fashioned you can send us an email <laughs> not a fax um, an email at uh, babblementpod at gmail.com and where it's really pumping you can head over to the Facebook page yeah. uh, you can just search uh, Babblement Podcast and it will come up on there and you can get involved do so so let, let me in let me in who, who, who are these people what have they said what are, so what are their, we have their one listener um, uh, a lovely lady called Claire Hello, Claire. Um, who, hi Claire, if you're listening to this, which I mean, you fucking should be, because um, you've listened before. So why have you, you abandoned? You put, you, you said these something are in. these are only getting better. So why? You Surely not? you're listening in to see if yours is being mentioned, which it is. Which it is. You're getting a big fat mensch. Um, so <laughs> Claire um, said that something that she hates is when. You tell someone something, you complain about something. Oh, God, this um, this current humid weather. It's a fucking nightmare, isn't it? And they respond with, yeah, tell me about it. And she said on our Facebook page, I just did fucking tell you about it, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is perfectly valid, isn't it? Well, tell me about it. I've, I've literally, I've literally just, just told yeah. you about it. Tell me about it. Alright, I'll say exactly okay. what I've just said again. So, Claire, thank you so much. You're absolutely yeah, right. Put it on Makes there. it on Ignorant our list. people need to be on the list. Yeah, they need to be on the list. Stupid fucking people. Um, and the second uh, one that was sent in was... Um, now, this is something that's really fresh. Fresh off the press. Because it was only sent to me, or to us, um, this afternoon before recording. Mm-hmm. And that is a link to a Facebook page... Um, which says that Nike are have created and are going to start selling soon flip flop bum bags or bum bag fanny pack flip flops. So, so the bit that goes a round bum bag that looks like a flip flop. No, 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 no. A, f- a pair of flip flops that you put on your feet, right. and the bit that goes round your foot. Is a bum bag. <laughs> what? So it's just got a big pocket on the top of the sandal. Essentially, yeah. But it's in the shape of a bum bag. Or a fanny pack. Well, it's not in the shape of it. Do you know what a flip-flop is? Yes, I understand. Right. Like the a cons- pool, like a, I understand the concept like a, of a pool wader. A pool slider. Yes. Pool wader, yeah. So instead of having the bit of plastic that goes over your foot... You have a bum bag. You have a tiny flip-flop foot-sized bum bag. On each foot. Well, that's absolutely fucking ridiculous. I mean, you're gonna walk into a shop and have to pay for something. Just be like, hang on a sec, just bend down. Yeah, underneath the or camera. Like, you could create exactly, or create some kind of cool thing where you kick the slider off and flip it up and catch it. <laughs> Got yeah, the money right there. Which, yeah, but or you get it off and slam it onto the fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. Bah! 
Well, you've got your contactless car, just kick the shoe off. They'll start just having, they'll the start having the contactless shop. fucking pin machines by your feet. You don't need them. No. If I see anyone with them, I'm going to come over, I'm going to take it off, and I'm going to throw it at they're you. They're up there with jellies. And they're all obviously in like lime green or like acid yellow. Like, great. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. You have a pair of shoes which literally is a beacon of how much of a fucking bellend you are. Well, it's just the natural progression of hammering two things together, isn't it? And they've already done it. With everything. I mean, think of what, what a watch used to be and what a watch is now, like a smart watch. Oh, well, they're, they're fucking I mean, all, all that they? sort of thing. It, 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 there, there's no confining it. It's just everyone needs to hammer. What, what other things should be hammered together? That's what we should do. That's instead, a instead really of, good question. What two things, if you could just hammer it together and it would work, would you hammer together? What, what would it be? Um... No, there's, there's no limitation. It will work. Car seat toilet. Car seat toilet. Genius. That's what I'm saying. Driving along, I need a shit right now, but I need a toilet. I don't need this to be all stanky and disgusting. I need to be taken care of. Car seat toilet, I'll take care of that, sir. Dispatched out the bottom. I have a chronic... <laughs> mile uh, no, it gets turned into fuel. Oh. I would never have to pay for petrol again. It's constantly shitting and driving around. Oh, fucking staggy five shits. <laughs> I'd have no problems with that. Oh, great idea. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's ju- that is just off the cuff. See, that's what should... Be- Nike should be getting onto that. Exactly. The Nike car toilet. It, into- if we can have fake AI robots having conversations and we're in a world where people have started wearing bucket hats again. Oh my God. We can live in a world where you can have a shit whilst driving. Because let's face it, we've all been there. Oh, numerous times. And that, that makes you erratic, it's dangerous. If you can relieve yourself during the trip, it makes for a safer place for everybody. And if the whole car, if all seats have them, then no one's getting embarrassed. Everyone's shitting, no one's saying anything. No. Nope. Everyone's just doing their thing, they're chatting, they're listening to... Built in B-Day, blow dryer. Does I the mean, whole thing for you, you don't have to move. You have to take your hands off the wheel. And then when when it, you're done, it just... Back to a comfy seat. Scoots you back up, and all you got to do is scoot your pants back up. Eh, yeah, don't even do that. <laughs> just having, just having... Yeah, forget it, man. It's your car. It's what you want. I mean, don't drive not, not near school. Yeah, so, I mean. Don't do it on the school run. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to end this one on a story or, or some 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 sort of memory from our past. Okay. So I'm putting you on the spot, mofo. So if you quick fire in from the hip, the it tables Every time I I let my guard down, you're just like kapow. Here's a question. So it's, it's my turn. What what memory pops into your head? Um. Well, there's okay. There's two that come to mind, but neither of them. One of them I come off very badly. Okay. Which I'm fine with. The other one we both equally share the burden. Right. This is interesting. So I'll do. I'll do. I'll do one, and if it's satisfying, then that'll be that. If it's not, then I'll do the other one. Tell me your memory. So, I was fairly young. I would say... it. I don't want to be too specific, but it was before I was 16. Okay. 
So I I was in a position where I was just thinking about losing my virginity. Right. Wait, no, I've I've crossed I've crossed two stories together. Oh good god. So hang on. It's a mashup. No. I was about eight or nine, ten years old. Right. And we had been learning about sex education at school. So you were well into your early teens by then. So you were sort of 12, 13, 14. Well, hang on a minute. How old were you? Well, I was like 10. Well, I would have, yeah, I would have been 13. Exactly! <laughs> Get on your fucking high horse about it. That's not making me really old. No, 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 but you know. Um, and we'd been talking about sperm. Right. And you had said to me that they're essentially like tadpoles right yeah and I said yeah yeah that's what they said at school I said I'm just really worried because they're quite big and you said what do you mean how big do you think sperm actually is and I made a size with my fingers which was probably about two inches <laughs> and I remember you squeezing my fingers together so they were touching and you just said they're microscopic dude <laughs> I was like what do you mean you're like what do you think what do you think it was you just got one massive <laughs> sperm came swimming out the one end of your penis sponge. yeah and that's what I thought and I remember being like, God, I'm so glad that he told me that. Otherwise, I'd have been terrified <laughs> ah, for the rest of my life. Ah, that's not incriminating. No, that's, a, that's part of life. And uh, I'm glad I was... Imparting that knowledge on you. Imparting some knowledge to, to soothe you at that time. And to stop... The, the story panic. that I was getting confused with was after I lost my virginity. And for some reason, you were sat on the toilet whilst I was having a bath. <laughs> you couldn't see anything because I'd covered it with a flannel uh, I a really big this. flannel I think I, I, there was a moment where I couldn't wait no we were debriefing yeah, we were debriefing it, just, it needed to happen yeah um, I'm pretty sure the story lasted longer than the event itself <laughs> probably <laughs> um, but the second story I had in mind the second story um, which incriminates both of us which was we were fairly young probably mm. I mean, uh, probably about the same age, really. And we got caught watching something. Oh that my we god! Shouldn't have oh, been watching. Oh fuck me! I know what you're going to say. Um, what well, do you want to? Because I can't oh, remember the exact name. We I got caught watching everything. <laughs> it's hang on, hang on, limitless. It's all coming to me now. <laughs> it's flooding in. My god. I had found. So I don't know if I can tell this. Yeah, of course you can. We were oh, young, okay, man. We were, we were young and inquisitive. I had found a copy of a, a, a VHS. Yeah. Putting some time scale on it. <laughs> yeah. Of the Lover's Guide, <laughs> which was a very highbrow. Educational well, I don't know if video. it was highbrow. It, fuck you, man. There was a real serious commentator. There was definitely a, a, a hue, a glossy kind of Vaseline glow to the shot. It it was 
handled very well. Yeah. Uh, basically, it was just like educational porn. <laughs> And it went through everything, didn't it? Yeah, Dude, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, man, the detail was second to none. Yeah. Um, Can I just say, for the record, your pet, it, you was owned by your parents. Oh, I didn't want to say that, but yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It was. Uh, and we were, we were about halfway through. And to be honest, like, it, it wasn't like we were both sat there doing anything. We were just enthralled. Yeah, 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 yeah. And totally. It wasn't weird. And we, we, it was just such a panicked state of events because all of a sudden the headlights appeared on the driveway. Yeah, it was your sister. And we hit the panic button. Quick, eject, eject, abort, abort. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember tossing it under the <laughs> under the chair. You under did. The chair. Tossing then, it was probably the wrong yeah. word to use. There, by the way. Excuse the pun. Excuse. Did that. you do you remember what we did immediately after to try and make it look like we weren't doing anything? Because I remember exactly what it was. No, what was it? We started making a ham sandwich. <laughs> oh, yeah. We went into the kitchen and started making a ham sandwich. And your sister came in and she said, Oh, are you alright, boys? And you just went, Yeah, we're just making some ham sandwiches. <laughs> and then obviously she went in the front room and immediately saw the TV, uh, the, the video just lying on there. the floor. She's like, Oh, you've been, you've been watching the video, have you? <laughs> no. <laughs> God. Oh my god! Uh, look, it's better that we educated ourselves properly. I think so. I mean, the question is, has it made us more sophisticated lovers? <laughs> that is the real question. Because I'm sure whoever distributed the lover's guide on VHS <laughs> often sits awake at night and thinks, I wonder how many people's lives I've affected. I wonder how often your parents watched it. Oh my god, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I haven't thought of that in over 15 years and now I'm thinking of them. Good well, god. Well, that is a better time as any, or best time as any, to, to finish the poll. Yes. <laughs>